Welcome back to a friendly shake on sports. The big weekend is finally here. Super Bowl is starting up. We had the awards last night. You know, overall, it was a decent week for football. There was no football. That's my point. <laughs> <laughs> No Steelers football, no watching our teams lose. Yeah, well, well, there no was Taylor some awards Swift. last night. Yeah, there were, in the yeah. Hall of Fame. Yes, there were. Well, I guess we'll start off with the NFL awards, I guess. You're really emotional about that. Yeah, well. Start with the MVP. Critics did not know what the hell they were doing uh, this year. Well, we'll get to the awards. I meant in general. They were just bad picking, picking players this year for awards. The MVP is a quarterback award. They need to change that. Yeah, it's annoying. Lamar won. Almost unanimously. 49 out of 50. One to Josh Allen. With yeah. 22 turnovers. And Lamar Jackson had 29 touchdowns. Passing and rushing. Yeah, that's sad. Now, I will say this. It, he has won the MVP both times. He's thrown for over 3,600 yards and 800 rushing yards. In a pass. Passing league, 3,600 yeah. is average, is below average. Yeah, exactly. And 29 touchdowns is like lower than it's ever really been for MVP outside mm-hmm. of 2008. Thank you, Benchwarmer Brand, <laughs> <laughs> for when Peyton Manning did it uh, in 2008. And then he won the MVP, and he won it based on name recognition. I yeah. feel like that's what happened with Lamar this year. I mean, we because did. his team was technically the best, but there's a difference of being the best player on the best team and being the best player in the entire league. Well, we did say like partway through the season that it was like, slow year for football quarterbacks. It was definitely a really yeah. bad year for quarterbacks this year. Wish Jordan Love played that 18-1 and one, like last seven game span the entire year. He would have won it unanimously. but It would have been closer. No, he would have destroyed everybody. It depends on his record too though. True. In the competition because I will yeah. get one thing. The Ravens did beat every other playoff team in the regular season that mattered. No, they did. And I mean Lamar. That plays to it. As a quarterback award, Lamar deserved it. Um, but yeah, I think we both agree that the man who won the Offensive Player of the Year deserved the MVP. Oh yeah. CMC should should have won MVP this yeah, year. We'll go to that right now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Over 1,400 passing yards, 21 total touchdowns. Rushing yards, you mean? Uh, yeah, sorry, rushing yards. What was it, like 500, nearly 600 receiving one total touchdowns? Yeah. Massive production. I believe he averaged 129 yards from scrimmage a Which game. Which is ridiculous. He, he just was really, 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 really consistent. And, I mean, coming back from, like, the injury history that he's had over the past few years to just dominate on a weekly basis. And you sit there and you're like, okay, well, is, was his team good enough? Yes, his team his was the second-best team in the NFL. Yeah, their the worst loss came ironically against the Ravens. Yeah, and that was Brock Purdy's fault with four interceptions. Yeah, two of them were his fault. Two of them were just great plays yeah. on the defense. Interceptions are interceptions. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey played probably fine that game, but um, no, I think he deserved it. Yeah, I agree. He should have went to him. But he got a trophy, so that's all that matters. Yeah, I mean, he even said himself, this is one trophy, but it's not the one that really he wants. Go Niners on Sunday, by the way. I am a Closet Niners fan. That's the only reason I'm rooting for them. Everyone is a Closet Niners fan this week. Even well, I've been me. one for a while. I've noted this beforehand. That's fair. I said, usually when the Steelers are out, I do kind of like the Niners. So. Fair. But I know you have thoughts about the next award. The yeah, I'm going to save my MVP. rant to like a minute. I, you know, props out to Miles Garrett for winning the award. I mean, he did play in the best defense and, you know, those nerdy statistics that you mentioned. Yeah, so he had an incredibly pass high rush double rate, team rate. Double team rate, pass rush win rate, yeah. and QB pressures. I know it wasn't QB pressures. That was why. Early on in the season, yeah. I think he was one for percentage of QB pressures, but I'll let you talk yeah. about the rest of the season. Well, the rest of the season, he completely disappeared after half. week 10, yeah. almost, or even week 9, technically, and that just shows, if you take him out of the picture of the Cleveland Browns defense, that defense is still a top three defense, which is one reason why I think, I can't say he did not deserve the award because he did play great. Yeah. You know, he had a great season, but if you look at the statistics of a, of a defensive player, you look at sacks, you look at turnovers, you look at touchdowns, you look at QB pressures. QB pressures. You do look at 
percentages. You do look at win percentages going up yes. against linemen. And I, it's I understand it's ironic for me to say these nerdy stats since I'm a baseball fan. Yeah. But at the same time, you also look at the eye test. And you can clearly see that out of Watt, Parsons, and Garrett, Watt is the best edge rusher of the three consistently every season. Yeah. It, it does kind of go back to what you say, too. Because, like, I mean, while Miles Garrett, especially in the early parts of the season, the eye test is like, wow, this guy is one of the best defensive players on the field. And I agree. Even he's, on his team. Yep. There's also the eye test of if he's not there, his defense is still good and you also have the eye test between him and TJ Watt like you said and it does need to be highlighted when TJ Watt is not there that defense goes from maybe a top 10 defense to they're lucky if a top 20 yep and not only that the team's record when Watt is out is 1 in 10 yeah those are QB like stats and you're talking about an edge rusher so that does also speak volumes of how important he is it's like Aaron Rodgers yeah when well, we were, that's when, what I'm talking about quarterback though yeah. he's a no, non-quarterback no, that has saying. those numbers because when we didn't have Aaron Rodgers and we had Brent Hundley we almost lost to the 0 and 16 Browns that year. That was funny. Granted, we almost beat the Steelers that same year, who were amazing for yeah. some reason. We no, no, like it was amazing that we almost oh, beat you guys. That's At Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. That's Pittsburgh's thing. We always play down competition. We just somehow yeah. win those games. But the fact that TJ Watt was yeah. able to like pull that sort of influence yeah. as a defensive player, it's incredible. Yep. He led the yeah. team in sacks. I think yeah. 40% of them at 19. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Not only that, I mean, I'm not going to go over all the stats right now, but overall, props to Garrett for winning it, but I think if it was me voting, I would put Watt there, but my second person would have been Micah Parsons because he at least was consistent the whole season. He didn't disappear the second half. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, you have one sack in your last seven games as an Ezra rusher? I don't care how much you're being blocked and how much you're being held. One sack out of the last seven games? Freaking bench players get more than that. Yeah. I mean, he was 139th from week 10 to the end of the season in sacks yeah, and tackles and everything. MVP they were not great looking. numbers. Well, I'm okay with it because a couple reasons. I really liked his I thought his first half of the season season was but super But it's not memorable. a first half award, is it? If that I was know. the case, Jordan Love would have won MVP yeah, instead. Yeah, in, in the second half, I agree. Yeah, you but, can't say that. Yeah, there's another reason too. And it's because I called him to win the MVP, the defensive MVP at the beginning of the season. But I also said that they were going to give it to him partly because TJ Watts got it, Aaron Donald has a bunch of them, Michael Parsons is young, they're going to give it to him because he's going to have a good season. That's my and that was excuse. also a lot of the reason why he got it is because he hadn't won it yet. Yeah. I think he That is the is lamest still, excuse for any award. That's the same argument Lamar winning it this year because everybody every other quarterback sucked. Yeah. I just, I don't understand why you're saying it. I agree. But it's the stupidest excuse to give it an award. But I'm just saying, I could have put money on that and I would have won money. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't have won a lot because apparently the betters all had Garrett winning it. Yeah. And it was ridiculously close. I think no, he won. No, beginning of the season. Oh, beginning of the season. Yeah. But it was ridiculously close in the voting. I think Watt only lost like three first place votes that would have gave him the job. Did Watt have more first place votes? He was down by four. He had more okay. second and third. Okay. But Watt, I think Garrett had 23 and Watt had 19 first place votes. So it was mm. very close. But, yeah. But like, I said props out to him for winning the award. I don't you know. hate that he won it. I don't hate it too. I just don't like the fact that well, you the stats... hate it because you know TJ Watt deserves more than one defensive MVP. He does. In his he got career. robbed. He got robbed twice the year now. Aaron Donald won it. I think he should have won it then. Yeah, and he, he got, got injured the year after, and, and he still kind of almost led the league. In, I yeah, mean, yeah, if you he count, was having a, he was having an MVP yeah. season, and uh, then he finally won it. Thank God. So at least he got one. He's going to go in the Hall yeah. of Fame. Oh, he's, he's like on track with his brother in statistics. He's almost, almost got a hundred sacks, and yeah. he's done it quicker than his brother. That's nuts. 
Steelers. But then we'll go to... Let's stick on the Steelers here real quick, actually, yeah, yeah. just so okay. it's a not-talked-about award, but Man of the Year, Cam Hayward. I know, won. finally. That was yeah, about to say. Six years. Honestly, that and the Roberto Clemente Award are my two favorite awards mm-hmm. to win because that really shows the overall person yeah. more than the player. And I was glad that he won it because I really didn't think he was going to win it. Yeah, all the crap he'd like been through to, with his life, too. I was listening oh, to yeah. a radio show, and it's just like, all right, yeah. He, I mean, he's he, been nominated for the past... It's been like over half a decade. Yeah, he gets nominated almost every year yeah. in Pittsburgh for it. He does a lot for that community, and hats off to him and his whole family. His brother plays with him, so that's really cool. Yeah. He definitely got his dad's genes of being the Iron Man because he, until this season, he never missed a game. The dude's a stud. Like nine dude's years a Hall in a row. Of Famer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But so, no. He, super glad that he won it. I am At too. least we got one award that was deservedly <laughs> so. Yeah, true. And I think that award matters a little bit more because, you know, Walter Payne, Man of the Year, that means something. Yeah, I agree. That's yep. why everyone nominates one player. Yep. Let's go to Rookie of the Year, Offensive Rookie of the Year. Yeah, we both said it was going to be Stroud. I mean, yeah. we thought. Who'd you like it to be? I liked it to be Nakua. Oh, yeah, that's right. I think he came in second. If you look see. at the votes, I didn't look at the votes for that one, but you can't argue with what yeah. CJ Stroud did this year, especially when you think of his wide receiver core was depleted at one point. Yeah. And his running backs weren't great either. Damon Pierce disappeared. Devin Singletary had a resurgence. No, he didn't. <laughs> well, I meant resurgence he in the sense. He got the play. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. It was a resurgence of what he kind of showed flashes in Buffalo, and he kind of showed that this year. Yeah. Because he did take the job from Damon Pierce, and Damon Pierce is walking in as the number one running back of the team. Yeah, the but bell cow back. I think he like had, what was it, like multiple games where he was averaging like two points. Two yards of carry, and it's just like Singletary. The, yeah, Singletary. Yeah, yeah. It, it was not a large presence. Yeah, with that, and you know, it's unfortunate. But then you have C.J. Stroud come in with over four thousand passing yards. I believe the third highest of all time mm-hmm. as a rookie. Andrew Luck, and um, wow, I just forgot the he, Chargers quarterback. Philip Rivers or Herbert? Herbert. Oh, yeah. 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 Justin yeah. Herbert and uh, Andrew Luck had the most all-time. Yep. One of the best was, touchdown interception ratios. Yeah, 23 to 5, yeah. over 4. Which I will give Lamar this, too, just harking back on that. He had like a 3.9 or 4 touchdown interception ratio, which is really good. But anyway, yeah, C.J. Stroud deserved Rookie of the Year easily. There was a lot of really good guys. Sam Porter being one of them. Puka Nakua being one of them. Jameer Gibbs. Jameer Gibbs and Bijan Robinson both looking like long-term starters in the NFL for the teams there. Yep, on. those are the top five. I mean— any of those guys winning it would have been great, but it had to go to Stroud yeah. for his season. Agree. Yeah. If he missed more games, I think he missed two games? Or was it one and a half? Something like that? I wasn't sure exactly. But I think if he missed a couple more games, then I think they would have gave it to Puka Nakua. Yeah. I mean, you were telling me his stats last week. He and... broke the rookie record for most receiving yards. Yeah. That's impressive when you think of all the good rookie receivers we've had, and he broke it this year. Mm-hmm. As a fifth rounder, as no one besides Sean McVay and their GM, I can't remember the name of Top Bad. Yeah. Because if you see a say actually had them on um, one of those back uh, draft shows or whatever they well, had with the candy about, cameras. Like, who's, on, who's on the team? No, like when they were drafting oh, and yeah. they had them on film, McVeigh and the GM back then said that Nakua was the guy yeah. in the fifth round. They said, if we get this guy, he's going to be very similar to Cooper Cup. And they were right. They, they were, were very spot right. Spot on. Jesus. Right? Yeah. They they were good. Yes. What about a uh, defense player of the year? Same team. <laughs> well, yeah. It's, Will it's Anderson. Back to back years that's happened. Yeah. We both thought it was going to be Jalen Carter. I did say Will Anderson was going to have a great shot at winning it. Yeah. And Jalen Carter. Carter, I think they both were right there. I think Jalen missed close, it by a couple yeah. votes, really. Yeah, which I'm glad he got the recognition, but I'm fine with Will Anderson looking at it. Oh, yeah. I was looking at his stats. Seven sacks as a rookie, 10 QB pressures. They were He's great good. numbers. They were He's good, good numbers. Yeah. I think he definitely represented taking that extra, when they drafted him at four or three or whatever, I think it was four. Yes. Yeah, when they traded with the Cardinals, I mean, that was a surprise move by them. That was a gutsy move because if that doesn't work out, you're looking at another Jadavian Clowney issue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that, it, it was an easy decision. 
decision, I think, to mm-hmm. go with Will Anderson for yep. some people because you just look at what that team became and transformed into this yeah. year. Yeah, it was huge. Yep. Um, one of the biggest surprise for, surprises for me, actually the two biggest surprises for me, were um, Comeback Player of the Year. I know we talked about you Joe did. Flacco last week, and I know that we were both saying Joe Flacco absolutely deserves it, but DeMar Hamlin died and came back, and I, I really thought he was going to get it just for that reason. Yeah. And I, I respect the NFL and the people who voted for picking Joe Flacco because he pushed that team into the playoffs. I mean, think of what he did. He was playing with his kids two yeah. days before he started an NFL game again and yeah. then led the team to the playoffs yeah. at a 39-year-old. Sleepy Joe did it. He kicked ass. Yeah. <laughs> he did so well. Yeah. And I think DeMar Hamlin had more first-place votes than Joe Flacco, but the second-place and third-place votes, that is what won the job for Flacco. So it was a lot of people not feeling right to like put in a guy who barely played this season versus mm-hmm. a guy who came in and led a really good team that had fallen apart dealing with injuries because miracle really yeah you think about it nick chubb was out deshaun watson was out amari cooper was missing games i mean they had two other quarterbacks before him david njoku looked great this year and he people have been been waiting for that for five years since he was a rookie Mm -hmm. and now he actually looked that good and it's like all right and who do you have to thank for that uh joe flacco yep honestly yep the other award that i was surprised they got was uh coach of the year we kind of said it was gonna be stefanski we wanted it to be dan campbell or D'Amico ryan or D'Amico ryan yeah Literally, and D'Amico Ryan, apparently, so they were tied in points. Interesting. And I think it was Stefanski won because of first place votes or something. Oh, okay. More first place votes yeah. overall. Yeah, but Makes D'Amico sense. Ryan was tied with him in points. And I wouldn't have been mad if D'Amico Ryan won. I would have been happy to see Dan Campbell win, too. Mm-hmm. Just kind of when I look at that, I think that both like the Texans going from the team that they were last year to the team they were this year winning their division and then beating the Browns in the playoffs. <laughs> like yeah. the tar out of them. Yeah. I think they deserve it more and I definitely think that that should be taken into account as it's just a continuation of the regular season and I think what they did with what they had over the time where the coaches take control of the team I think D'Amico Ryan did more I think going 12 and 5 winning the NFC North and like basically leading a team to success for the first time in 30-35 years being the Lions Mm -hmm. I think that also is more than the Browns as I was saying at the beginning of the year I thought the Browns were going to be good and the Browns were good they were good they were good in defense yeah defense was a little shaky yeah that's my opinion. I kind of agree with that. Yeah. I will say with Dan Campbell, if you look at his seasons as a whole, three and thirteen and won the first season, nine and eight, but beating the Packers last year at the end of the season to let the Packers not make playoffs, that's a big win for them. It sets them up saying, you know, every game matters and what yeah. he was trying to create that culture of just because we're out doesn't mean we can't be physical still. And then this year they went twelve and five. So you can see how he was building that team up. And then NFC championship game. Yes, for the first time since yeah. nineteen ninety three. Yeah. So that was probably should have won it. Yeah. Well, you can make him an argument that that might be why he didn't win coach of the year because of the plays he made it's a good point i mean yes you, you can't consider playoff games the same as regular season games yeah you got to take the points when you take the points i do not have a problem with him doing it because he did that the whole season yeah. like we talked about but overall stefanski winning it you can't he's a good enough coach hard to not to not have him win it. because what they went through and then still making the playoffs yeah. That's impressive. I, I respect mark. it. It's just Especially I, in AFC just, North. Yeah, I when just all think four the teams other two are better. We're above yeah. five hundred. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I would have just liked to see them win the division if he was because like you said, Dan Campbell built something. Tamika Ryan didn't even build anything. It was just a bounce back. It was like mm-hmm. holy crap, it was great, and that was it. But congratulations to Stefanski and uh he's a hell of a coach. Oh yeah. I knew he would be when he was hired. Oh yeah. And he's taken that program and made it really good. Yep, agreed. So uh, let's get to the Super Bowl. I think we're I gonna wanna. go <laughs> Yeah, well. Yeah. It's 
it's a remake of 2020, yeah. and it's I can't really say anything about how these two teams shouldn't be there. I know we talked about it before that there might have been other teams in the AFC, but guess what? Chiefs beat them every single time they put their backs against the wall. They went on the road. They won every game. So oh, they're no. in there. And the 49ers were the Super Bowl favorite in the NFC the whole season. They made it like they were supposed to. They had some rough waters in the middle of the season when they looked kind of bad, but they picked it up. They found how to win, and look where they're at now. And then they lost to the Ravens, and they're like, oh wait. Yeah, that was a wake up call, and I think that definitely showed them that they're good but they can always be better sometimes yeah. you need a loss like that to really jolt them and after that they were really unstoppable yeah they were they were, they I, were. Mean, I mean they were unstoppable at the beginning of the year too when they were 5-0 and yeah and I'm gonna sit I'll just say it now I'm, I'm riding the pick that I said when and they were on that three game losing streak I'm picking the Niners to win and I'm sure we'll go into picks a little later but I'm just yeah. saying it now oh, as I mean, much I as the I same thing. honest to God think that the Chiefs are gonna win because I, I don't get this narrative though that everyone's talking about saying that the Chiefs are so good the Chiefs are amazing. They haven't looked amazing all year. I don't understand where this narrative is well, coming from. I think it's if you look at their defense. Defense is solid. Like like you said, all the year it's a top ten unit. I would say top five, really, by the end of the season. Yeah, fringe top five. Yeah. I think. yeah. But I mean, I think it's going to be an interesting matchup. It's annoying because the whole country is rooting against the Chiefs, including myself and Hassan, <laughs> <laughs> for multiple reasons. You know, I just the main reason that I'm rooting against the Chiefs right now, outside of the, all the reasons that I named last week is I just it feels like they just don't deserve to be there sometimes I think there are other teams that maybe deserve it a little bit more um, but it's Patrick Mahomes and he's gonna get views mm-hmm. being Patrick Mahomes and I will say that it's hard to say that the other teams more deserving when they beat everybody true like I said before and we mentioned this before the only team that maybe gave them a shot and a run for their money was the Bills that if they beat the Bills I said they were going to go to the Super Bowl that's it yeah because that's Josh Allen's the second best quarterback in the league in the AFC not the te- he might be the second best quarterback in the entire league maybe. I, don't, I don't even want to think about that right now because we're going to have saying, like a list know, coming start saying, of next season. I'm just saying from this season yeah, yeah, you can yeah. make the argument that those two when they're playing against each other it's Manning and Brady version 2. It seems to be. It looks like that. Yeah. yeah. So you know they're both there. I think we'll go position by position I, review. Yeah. And then we'll do picks at the end. Yeah that sounds good. All right. uh, do you want to like start with team going through positions and like matchups and yeah, stuff? Yeah I'm going to go uh, Chiefs Niners and we'll just go positions and say which one's better. Yeah that works yeah. yeah that yeah. works. Alright let's do that then. Alright so quarterback. I got to give it to Mahomes. This season I'm going uh, I don't want to go with any of them but you they, gotta pick two of them you have two choices Mahomes or Purdy I watched Mahomes and I mean he's better than he was in the regular season but Purdy's Purdy's not playing his best at the moment so I'm going Mahomes mm-hmm. him and Kelsey you know are going through that thing yep. they always do too He's his only freaking weapon. So you yeah. shut him down, he's going to well, be yes. in some trouble. We'll, we'll be talking about that overall. Yeah. Running backs, I'm going to go Niners with McCaffrey. I think that's uh, easy. Are, are we going to talk about like matchups and stuff between like running backs and quarterbacks and everything? Yeah, if you want to go that way, we can go that way. Because I, I have All things right. to say about running backs as well. Yeah, so you want to just, I mean, quarterbacks is just those two. Never yeah, worry yeah, about yeah, the yeah. best players. Well, I think Mahomes has been a little bit better in the playoffs. I think you've seen a little bit of struggle from Purdy in the playoffs. He's just a little bit. turned it back on. Yeah. But like, I haven't seen him play a whole game. Well, yeah, but. Purdy, this is literally his second year in the league yeah. and first time he's made the playoffs. Or be, well, two, NFC, time. two NFC two, championships. Well, he didn't really play in the first one. He got hurt in the first place. Yeah, but he's, he's he led his them. team. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. You really... So he can win in the playoffs. Exactly. Now he's healthy. Exactly. And he's played well. Yeah. He moves a lot more. He's a lot more athletic than we give credit to, honestly. Those runs he made yeah. on his feet, they were impressive. Yeah, I agree. They came out of nowhere, really. Actually, a fun fact, too. I know Mahomes is a bit of a runner yeah. at the quarterback position. Yeah. Uh, the 49ers don't let teams 
teams do that. No. And I have, because they... Well, they have Fred Warner. They have Fred Warner, and they specifically game plan for stuff like that, and they do a very good job of that. Yep. And so if you're expecting to see Mahomes, like, running 40, 50 yards, I don't know how likely that is. It could happen, obviously, but don't expect it to be a given. I agree. I think uh, he he's athletic, and he is very similar to Purdy in that way, where you don't expect them to run, but he can run for 20 yards if given the chance. Yeah, yeah. He's pretty athletic. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, actually that happened in the Super Bowl back in 2020 yeah. when he had that 19-yard drive and got him into the touchdown. And yeah. got into the touchdown, basically. Yeah. And he did it on his feet. And everybody's thinking, how the heck does he do this? So I would not be surprised if that happens this game, too, where both those two quarterbacks, because a lot of times both teams do like to play man defense a lot, especially yeah. in third down. So you might see them running out, and then they might get 15 or 20 yards just, just because of that. The 49ers usually try and cover it. So they do. A little, they I th- and I think they have to cover it for Mahomes, especially on third down. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I give the edge a little bit to Mahomes. You said you give the edge to Mahomes, too. Agree. What about running backs? That's uh, a real hard one. Yeah, I'm just going to go straight and say CMC and move on. I actually want to talk about this. Oh, you want to talk yeah, about Yeah, I want to talk about running backs a lot here. All right. Obviously, I pick McCaffrey, too. Yeah. You know, like, it's a given that they're going to use McCaffrey a lot. Yes. McCaffrey. This is, will not be the Ravens. Yeah, this, yeah, it's not going to be the Ravens. Like I said, McCaffrey, 129. All-purpose yards. Right now, he's destroying in the playoffs. I was looking at his yard total, and he's done very good against every team. Mm-hmm. And the Chiefs, do they have a better pass D or a rush D? I believe it's a pass D. Better pass D, but Chris Jones is Chris Jones. Yeah, but it's McCaffrey. Yes. <laughs> it doesn't really matter who's on the defensive side. He's going to find a way to get Especially yards. in the outside runs. Yes, yeah, especially in the outside runs. Now, I, I want to talk about Pacheco real quick. Yeah. He Solid. has been great for the Chiefs, in the, especially, especially in, the playoffs. in the playoffs. Yep. And the 49 if you're going to beat them, if you want to gush through them, they have gaps oh, yeah. in their run defense. They saw this playoffs. Best bet of the week, I think, is the Isaiah Pacheco over on rushing yards. I think he's right now, I can look up our ways. I think it's 68 I was about to say yeah. 68, 69 or something yeah, like I think, that. I think it's literally a spot on 68 and a half on prize picks right now. Yeah. I do think I made a bet on that. I also <laughs> made a bet on Patrick Mahomes over half a yard passing. 67 and a half is by Sleeper, which Very, shows yeah, with all the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, yard difference on rushing yards mm-hmm. yeah so they're going to use pacheco i think that's going to be an interesting back and forth to see just who does better or who maybe which defense is more less forgiving yeah i think the pressure is going to be on cmc to perform like he's always performing yeah while for pacheco he just gets these gushes and gashes yeah really gashes not gushes the offensive line's been great exactly and, and the 49ers are prone yeah they've seen in the playoffs i mean aaron jones had a great game against them yep. and then what was it who they played? david montgomery oh, it was david montgomery and jameer gibbs yeah. had a decent game against them oh yeah, yeah. Oh I mean, they are—they have a lot of stars there, but they are prone to, like you said, giving up a lot of big plays in the running game. Mm-hmm. And I think that's more consistency with play calling too, where teams kind of stick with the run. Like it's important. It's yeah. important. You can't just give it up. Good job, Ravens. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the number one rushing team, and they don't run the ball. Yeah, let's anymore. run it six times and give up after a fifteen-yard run. Yep. Idiots. Anyway, uh, what's next? Receiving core? We'll go receiving core. I'm going to go the 49ers. I don't know why I almost said the Lions. It's just they're just so good. Yeah, they were good. Oh, man. Who do I go with here? I have to go 49ers, too, but only just by a little bit. Well, let's go off their top three wide receivers on the Niners. It's You have Ayuk Kittle, Debo's playing, and obviously CMC's there, who has a passing pre- presence. Well, I'm going to count strictly wide receivers. I'm not counting tight end or running back oh, in this spot. Oh, I'm counting tight end. Well, I'm not counting. Because tight that's all the Chiefs different. have. Well, yes, but I'm saying I'm just counting wide receiver core, the three main guys. Fair, fair. 
So that's Kadarius Tony's not playing, thankfully. Yeah, he'd do so. Yeah, well, let's. So it, drops it's Rushy Rice, MVS, who also drops. And it. Nicole Hardman Jr. Yeah. And then Justin Watson's another guy that had some play time. Mm-hmm. But yes, I think MVS is going to have that gap, big play. That's what he's known for. He was known for dropping the ball. Not with the Chiefs, apparently. With the Chiefs, he does not drop much. Dumping back to Lambeau. <laughs> dare he? Yep. Figure it out. So, and then you have on the 49ers side, you've got Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, mm-hmm. and I think Jawan Jennings is the third guy. But really, it's those two guys. And then we're just going to go straight into tight end. Yeah, but tight we end. picked uh, both of them 49ers. We picked 49ers, okay, yeah. yeah. Tight end, I'm going to give a push. Kittle and Kelsey. You have to both go Kittle K&K. Those, The way that they've played. At least I'm going Kelsey. I have to go Kelsey, but I... I'm saying it's a push. Both I mean, I those two are right there. Kittle's just maybe the best blocking tight end in the NFL. I understand that. And he's really good at receiving, too. He's I mean, very good at receiving, but I'm going just... You can't... I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Overall, I think those two are the premier tight ends in the league right now. And they're aging, but they're still two of the best right now. Yeah. No, I'm going to give a push. Is 34. How old's Kittle? Like, I think 28? he's 33. No, no, he's 32. Not, no, no, he's not. He's in his 20s. Still. No. He just looks old. Put another five around it. You already lost five dollars in a bet. He's 30? Oh, ah, yeah. well, he wasn't 33. You know, fair, but he's. I knew he was past his 30. He's 31 this year. When when did he turn uh, 30? Uh, was it like second half of October. Last year? So he's I knew it. I knew it. I, I was going to well, say he was definitely in his 20s at year. the start of the season. So I was thinking. In his 20s. Yeah, yeah exactly. Semantics. Which, I mean, he like joined the league when he was like 22. That wasn't that Well, so did Kelsey. Though. But Kelsey's been in the league five more years than him. Yeah, exactly. And he wasn't very good his first two years. I think Kelsey was a blocker for the yeah. most part. Him and Taylor can get married in the offseason. Yeah, in, well. In some private island where no one's going to gush over it. And then he can retire. <laughs> he's not retiring anytime soon. You don't think so? I think he's got two more years on him. Then he'll retire. As a tight end, he could play two more years, too. He could, but especially since he doesn't block. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, he blocks more than people give him credit for, I think. I give him credit for blocking. He doesn't block much. Yeah. <laughs> this year, he can't because they have no wide receivers. Yeah. Previous years, he was more blocking, too, because they still had... a little bit. Well, they had better wide weapons a few years ago. Tyreek, yeah. Yeah. I, I still give him the edge, though, to Kelsey. Man. That's fair. Is, yeah. Like I said, I think it's a very good push, and I think both of them are going to be right there with about 60, 70 yards receiving. That's what I'm. That's what I'm putting the baseline at. Is 60 to 70. I think Kittle's baseline's around 35, 40. Not in the playoffs though. Playoffs, he's expected a little bit higher. Which is been, silly because he hasn't. He's only passed. Well, Debo was once. out for that one game, which made Kittle go up more. Yeah. And then Kittle's the safety net for that team. For yeah, yeah, more he is. But he's not else. a safety net like say Dallas Schultz was. No, when he was on Dalton, the oh yeah, Dalton Schultz for yeah. the Texans this year too. Yeah, yeah, was and, that safety and, net yeah, this year? He is a safety net tight end. Yeah. He is a very good at doing that. But, I agree. Um, yeah, Kittle's just talented. The reason why I give uh, the edge to Kelsey is because I think if the Chiefs dominate on offense, it's going to be because that Mahomes-Kelsey connection is just going to be there, and he's going to drop another 120 yards, and I don't think it's far-fetched to say that he's going to get targeted more than 10 times in a game. I think this year, and especially this season where the wide receivers have been so bad and so shitty, they need to target Kelsey more. Oh, I agree. And I feel like Fred Warner is going to be over Kelsey the entire game. I mean, that's what I would do at least. I would definitely put Warner over Kelsey and kind of neutralize that relationship just a little bit so if he gets a catch he's not going farther than mm-hmm. the catch yeah don't uh, headbutt him like Kyle Van Noy did because he seemed to just laugh <laughs> at that he likes to start stuff so you get a guy that's just physical on him during the game a lot and they get a guy who starts stuff with Kelsey you mm-hmm. might get a personal foul from Kelsey oh agreed that's what I'd do I'd, I'd get my I'd most get physical space. yeah oh yeah get someone strong good and physical Fred Warner mm-hmm. in there and as soon as that ball gets thrown not to him you're in his 
face blocking him because that's clean play. Exactly. Yeah. And so, yeah, get in his face, start jawing, figure yep. out what to do. You need to ruin that connection somehow. Otherwise, that's probably going to be what's going to beat them, Agreed. at least offensively. I mean, I think overall both those two teams are very finesse too. Yeah. I don't think – now, Niners are a great defense, but they're not a physical defense. Like, they're not yeah. a team that you're great I – mean, when I mean physical, I'm not talking like, you know, 2,000 Ravens or 2,000 Steelers. That's what I put physicality at. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't really the go that The highest marks in like exactly. the past 30 years. Exactly. So I can't say that kind of physical, but in this day and age of, of the NFL, they are more finesse because they let – they just don't – they don't go after the quarterback in that regard or where it's just like we're pass rushing every single play. Yeah. You don't see that from either of the two teams, which I, is going to help the receiving core on both sides a little bit, especially when all the rules are geared to the offense anyways. Well, it's going to be interesting how they – well, we're not talking about defense yet, but it will be interesting what a 49ers defense does in terms of skimming up pass rushes and mm-hmm. trying to get pressures to Mahomes yeah. because if Mahomes is pressured, that's how he loses games. Exactly. Yeah, well, and that's Brock not Purdy does fine. Well, there's quarterbacks that do fine under pressure. Yeah. Usually stats go down. And then there's quarterbacks that do bad under pressure. Mm-hmm. And those quarterbacks are Patrick Mahomes right now. Yeah. Well, there's a definition of pressure. You get him pressured, but you keep him contained. Yeah. If you get him pressured, but he moves outside the pocket yeah, yeah. and he gets in a backyard school mode like Ben well, and Cam, I mean too. Yeah. then it's game over. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers as well. Yeah. yeah. When it gets to the unscripted side, you don't want him that way. Yeah. If you're going to put pressure on him, you got to keep him contained in the pocket because the minute he gets out, that's game over. Yeah. He's very good at throwing. And those receivers, against... especially Kelsey, they just see it and they know when he's getting out of the pocket. All right, time to go backyard football style. Mm-hmm. I'm just running anywhere again open. He likes Rashi Rice and he's got fast guys with McCole Hardman and MVS. So yeah. they might get free. He's going to see that. He can throw it across his body. Yeah. Like you said, we're not talking defense yet, just yet. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, the, yep. I, we're sticking with the offensive, the offensive side. side of things. Yep. Do you want to talk about offensive line at all? Yeah, I mentioned I think the Chiefs have a better offensive line overall. I'm actually looking up right now who they got. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, outside Trent Williams for the Niners, the Chiefs have the better left guard in Joe Tooney. Yeah. They have, <laughs> yeah. Um, they have a solid left tackle in Jawan Taylor. Yeah, Jawan Taylor's a star. And they also have Creed Humphrey, which is a solid center. Mm. One of the best centers in the league. He's definitely a top five center, I think. It really is only Trent Williams yeah. for the 49ers. Yes. Yeah, I'd rather have the Jawan Taylor, Creed Humphrey, Joe Tooney. And I think um, that might neutralize some of the pass rush when we're, we're kind of segue right into defense because the only offensive line person on the Niners really is Trent Williams. But that's a stud left tackle tackle that you know you're never going to beat. Yeah. I mean, they, they have... I feel like Jake Brindle's done okay at center. It's not been bad, but yeah. overall, the Chiefs, and that's one reason after that Bucks loss, the Chiefs had one of the worst offensive lines in the NFL that year. Mm. So they had to build it up, and that's exactly what they went and well, done. I don't think it would have mattered terribly much because that pass rush was just yeah, yes. amazing. But, I mean... Good O-lines can limit pass rush. Yeah. It's been shown. And then look at Mahomes since then. He's been one of the least sacked quarterbacks mm-hmm. since 2021 because that line does such a good job protecting him. Yeah. Well, let's talk about uh, defense a little bit. Like, like you said, let's yeah. talk about the defensive lines first. I mean, I, I got to go Niners for the D line, and I agree. And it's not particularly close. No, like you said, the offensive line is much better for them, and it might like the reduce. Yeah, sorry, the Chiefs have a little bit better of an offensive line. It might reduce the pressures, but when you have Chase Young, Eric Armstead, Nick, Nick Bosa, Javon Hargrave, all on your defensive line, I mean, it, it's not as great as past years, but it's still one of the best D lines. They have Javon Kinlaw and Randy Gregory as their depth guys, by yeah, the way, and which so, are great solid run defense guys yeah like they have a better pass rush and d-line exactly than the chiefs and the chiefs is i mean they have chris jones but and that's he's their whole line well george colophis is also really so solid he he was. george colophis 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 thank yeah. you yeah 
Chris Jones, well, he got an extension to play, I think. I forget if he's a free agent this year mm. or next year because I forget how they did that extension because it was a one-plus-one deal. Yeah. So I think it was more of like an option year for next year that he can come out of. Mm. But he's going to get paid. And that defense relies on him because if you think of some of the games where the offense was very bad and the defense kept it up, it was mostly because of Chris Jones getting pressure. Yeah. Like, I remember that Jaguars game where Chris Jones literally took over the game in the second half and they stopped the Jaguars from getting any red zone touchdowns. I mean, mm. every single time so field goal because Chris Jones came out of nowhere and just took out Trevor Lawrence or took out Travis Etienne. Yeah. And after that Lions loss, they immediately went to Chris Jones. That's when Chris Jones' leverage was all the way up. Oh, yeah. No, I, I agree. If he, He's going to have to make some third down stops all on his own. Yeah. Well, I would say first down is going to... I'm actually going to say second down is the most important down I for the agree Chiefs. I with that, but I, th- I think that getting those third down stops... Well, no. Third down stops, yes, but the second down, if they can get second and shorts, then it's a different story. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah. I understand. That. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, like third down's the most important, but I would say second down in this game is going to set the stage for how the offenses play really on both sides. Yeah. And the defense, how they're going to static. But it's just nice because instead of, you know, worrying about one guy, mm-hmm. the Chiefs are going to have to worry about three, four guys. Yes. And different sets that they're going to come in with guys off the bench. Like I said, they have Randy Gregory. Yeah, good solid guy. Yeah, not even a starter. No. Nope. Was for the Cowboys when they had an elite D a couple years ago. So we'll see. The Chiefs are going to get a lot of different looks. I think, and I think they are a lot more prone to getting allowing pressure on their quarterback mm-hmm. than necessarily the 49ers because the 49ers mostly got to worry about one, maybe two guys. Yes. Linebackers next? Yeah, linebackers are next. I'm going to give it to the 49ers. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and it's not just because of Fred Warner. It's everybody around them, really. But Fred Warner is like, if you take out the pass rushers that one defense player of the year. Yeah. Outside those three guys, they're all edge rushers, but I'm saying Fred Warner might be the fourth best defense player in the league after those three guys. He's the best linebacker. Oh, easily the best linebacker, and I think he's very close to one of the best middle linebackers of our decade. Yeah. He's getting into that discussion now. I I think that, yeah, I think that's completely fair. I think he was already in the discussion. I think now it's just become mainstream. Exactly. I've liked him a lot, too. Yeah. He's very good, but you have Dre Greenlaw and Oren Burks around him. Greenlaw was a solid guy. I think he got hurt, too, last week or the week before. I think he's... He's playing. Yeah, he's playing. yeah. Yeah. And I mean, Oren Burke's on the other side of him. Uh, decent player. So you don't really look at that and go, oh my goodness, there's an obvious gap where we can take advantage of this. It's not really there. But Fred Warner's just all over the field. Yeah, he's, he's all over the field. Very definition of a field general. Yeah, yep. very good one. And then yep. you have the Chiefs side. I mentioned Nick Bolton. I remember in the pre- like preseason, I remember talking mm-hmm. about him very, very briefly. With I know we didn't like start the podcast till like the season started. Yeah. But I don't remember who I was having a conversation with. And it was just kind of like, Nick Bolton is a pretty good linebacker. And he's oh. been their main linebacker. He leads the team in tackles. I don't know if he did it this year because he was hurt for a couple games. Mm-hmm. But he is, I'm not saying, I'm not putting up that Keegley, James Ferrier, that kind of conversation yeah. where they're just tackling machines and they're that good. Yeah. But he is in that conversation. That, he's like the A.J. Hawk. AJ, yeah, <laughs> yeah, something like that where he just, I'm not even putting him in the conversation of Fred Warner because you can't yeah. do that. But in terms of like just the way he sees the field. It's very good. It's very good. And he could be a Fred Warner class player a few years from now because he's still yeah. very young. I think he's only his third year in the league mm. so and the defense relies on him he is the signal caller that has that blue dot on him or the green dot for all the plays coming in his yeah. head and that's a very important role for him yeah he's the leader of that field and i mean a lot of the time the middle linebacker is yes he is i think one of the better linebackers in the league but the other issue is i mean first of all he's not fred warner <laughs> no they also have william gay jr which is a solid linebacker william well. gay jr's good and leo chanel is that oh yeah chanel that's that? another guy he's he did okay. show up he showed yeah, up for them in the playoffs yeah he's been 
good this playoffs, yeah. but I just like the other side. Oh, yeah. A little I bit mean, more. You can't disagree with that. Secondary, I'm going to give it to the Chiefs. Go ahead. I'm going to say the secondary is better for the Chiefs. They have better players overall. I mean, they have Trent McDuffie. Yeah, Trent McDuffie. Ward. No, no, Travius Ward is on the 49ers. No, he Tra- went to the Chiefs. Travarius Ward. Oh, I'm thinking, yeah. yeah, that's right. He switched gears. <laughs> This yeah, he's switching back. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. But uh, Lajarius Sneed and Trent McDuffie, I think, are the two guys there yeah. that you mentioned. They're, they're yeah, they're the cornerbacks. Yeah. And Justin Reed and Mike Edwards at the yep. safety, which you know, whatever. But yeah, and Trent McDuffie's been great for them. Solid defensive back, really, yeah. this whole season. And it's another reason why they've been able to have such a great defense is because that secondary has been top notch. Mm. Like the deficiencies they've had in linebacker and D line, because they're not the best pass rushing team. If you take Chris Jones out, you can pretty much say they're not going to win anything, really. Yeah, but because of how good that secondary is oh yeah exactly but because of how good that secondary is with those two guys Mm -hmm. the pass rush gets more time to make moves yeah because you're keeping the wide receivers from getting free yeah and that's been a weakness on the Niners side this whole season is their secondary has not been as good as past secondaries yeah they have Charverius Ward. They have that's it. Diamador Lenore, Lanier Lenore. Uh, I'm assuming it's mm-hmm. Lenore. And uh, Tashawn Gibson Senior. And Jair Brown. Jair Brown at strong safety. I like. I, I I'm not familiar enough with them. I'm and not either. Obviously, they play pro football, so they must be pretty good. Yeah, I would imagine. It, but uh, I just uh, you don't hear much about the secondary here. Mm-hmm. And I w- uh, yeah, I, I favor the Chiefs secondary, which you know could be problematic. It's nice that they have that secondary to pick up on the 49ers. The Chiefs secondary pick up on the 49ers wide receivers mm-hmm. and there's going to be a lot less to cover for the uh, 49ers defense on the Chiefs side when they have the ball agreed but you still have to be able to mark some of these guys because they're quick and they're fast and where they can just make a move and then they could be gone yeah. is Mahomes gonna be throwing darts and if he is and if they catch the ball it's in trouble yeah it could be a touchdown yeah could be a 60 yard bomb yep that's only thrown 20 yards exactly <laughs> yeah they just those go. guys are fast yeah, like you said quick. yeah I think it's gonna be a good game it's gonna be a good game yeah, yeah. I hope the halftime shows Okay. I'm not a big fan of Usher. This year, it's one of those halftime shows where I'm not a big deal of. Last year, I was pumped. Rihanna. That was solid. I think I that was solid. Rihanna. I don't remember that one that much. Oh, God. She was pregnant, too. And I was sitting there watching it. And I was like, do I text people that I think she's pregnant? Or is that insulting? And then I just went, fuck it. I'm going to text anyway. I'm going to ask. And I was just like, I think Rihanna's pregnant. I think the rumor was she was when she yeah. did that show. I didn't know that yeah. there was rumors going around. I just saw her at halftime. And it was just and like, she looks pregnant. A little in the stomach. Yeah. And <laughs> thank you like i didn't want to say anything i felt like an asshole because we didn't know but i thought it was good i hope there's good commercials i hope they're funny it's been a minute since they've had some funny yeah. commercials I want funny commercials i even no s- politicizing anything please <laughs> god and then like i don't know a good game would be nice I would say the best commercials, and it's kind of sad, the best ones kind of had have been the movie trailers Yeah, the last couple years. They have. They have. They have not. Like, I know that they've shown a couple of good commercials over the past years, but there's no memorable ones. Like, remember when Doritos used to be so good? I was just thinking yeah. that and with Budweiser the Shock Taser the, yeah. Doritos one. Mm-hmm. And, like, yes. the Budweiser ones that, like, got you a little bit emotional or feeling hype or mm-hmm. something. It's just kind of like the last, like, five to ten years, it's just been like, I don't know any of them. Like, M- Mountain Dew, for some reason comes to mind or like things with actors but I don't even remember the product I don't remember it either it's been a couple minutes that's why I said the movie trailers have stuck with me more yeah. than the actual commercials I did I didn't see any of them yet because I like to watch them during the game but mm. apparently Jason Kelsey one's pretty funny that they've got which makes sense I've seen one Jason Kelsey commercial where his entire offensive line's underneath the pile of clothes <laughs> it might be that one that they've done I, I mean, didn't I've see already it. seen it it's been out for months okay never mind it's yeah. not that one then I, the only th- I've seen two like pre-Super Bowl commercials one of them I didn't care for at all 
example, another one someone told me, it was like a BMW one. Mm. It's going to be an ad inside of an ad. And it's just like, I'm sorry, does that concept like seem that interesting or memorable? Like it better be a bomb ass commercial. Yeah. Because frankly, like if you do Inception for a commercial, there's a reason why Inception's cool. It's because it's a fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not a commercial, but we'll see. Yeah, I think, I think it's gonna be a close game. Yeah. I think the defense, both teams are gonna show up a lot more than the offense, especially early on. The spread is minus two for the Niners. Okay, that and checks out. Yeah, over-under I think was 47 and a half. Yes, over-under was 47 and a half, and the spread was minus two. So if I gotta go... That over-under feels freaking right. I would not does. bet on that. Yeah, because I was gonna say like 27 to 23. That's what 49ers. I was kind of thinking yeah. that same yeah. thing. I'm like thinking 27, 23, maybe 30 to 27, maybe. Yeah. Depends on the second half adjustments and how defensive the first half is. Yeah. Because Super Bowl is a pass. The first half is very defensive-oriented, and then the second half, the teams make those adjustments, and it somehow becomes a shootout. I think if the 49ers get to like 25, 26 points, they win. Yeah, well, it's going to matter of how much they get CMC involved early. True. If they can run at the Chiefs straight head on, mm-hmm. and he gets those five, six, seven-yard carries. Or just a big play, okay. like 15, 20-yard carry. Yeah, I think it's going to be a different kind of game, but I could say the same thing about the Chiefs if Pacheco gets that way, because then it really sets up the play action yeah. and the Kelsey movements then. Yeah, I, I, I told you I was picking the 49ers. I mean, I was picking the 49ers, and yeah. you know what that means? The Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl because we're both picking the Niners. Well, so what, what I was going to say, though, too, is like if I had not been riding them, you know, it is really that don't bet against the Chiefs thing. So, like, everything in my body is telling me right now that the Chiefs are going to win. That's but me considering too. I've been going there and saying, like, I, well, actually, no, I take that back. I literally said the Chiefs were going to beat the Bills, and then I almost everything in my body said that they are going to beat the Ravens, and I didn't want it to happen. So, it's you were probably texting me saying you wanted the Ravens to win. I said yeah. I can't root for the Ravens, but I also don't want the Chiefs there just for yeah. the sake of dynasty reasons. Silently rooting for the Ravens. I don't even know if silently is the right word. Just sitting there in misery. <laughs> yeah, I don't like. I'm. I can't hate the Chiefs, but I hate the Ravens. Yeah. That was my predicament with that. Yeah. So that's it. Uh, we got both picks in there. We're both picking the Niners. So Chiefs, thank you for winning the Super Bowl this year. You know, yep. it happens every time. Yeah, we both time. know it's going to happen, too. Like, we're picking the wrong team. Yeah. Like, uh, so if we ever, if any of our friends listening to this go and say, you should have picked the Chiefs, it. well, we're, it's like we're protesting. <laughs> exactly. But overall, I think it's going to be a great game. Yeah. The two teams that deservedly so are there. Say what you want. They beat everybody else. They beat the best teams from playoffs. They're there. And Mr. Ir- Irrelevant is going against GOAT V2 in my book. Not this season, but yeah, in, his career so his far. Career yeah, wise, yeah I mean, career-wise. If you yeah. look at his numbers compared to Brady, they're very similar the first seven years. Brady won three Super Bowls in three years. Mahomes in his fourth, and he's won two. Yeah. And stats-wise, it's the same. And Brady played in a year when passing was not a thing. Yeah. No, I, seven I, I agree. No, I agree that he's GOAT version 2.0. Yeah. And I... Uh, Wish he wasn't as annoying as he was this year. I don't think. I think he's been less annoying this year because of the Travis and T- Taylor stuff. Even his wife has been less annoying. Yeah, his brother's a different I story. Just can't get over the whining to Josh Allen. That was bad. That's unforgivable for me. That was bad. The Kelsey Taylor Swift thing. That's not Taylor Swift's fault. That's no, the that's the broadcasters yeah. and the network's fault. Yeah. She doesn't control who's getting on camera. And I don't really have a problem with they're there. I have a problem with yeah. the broadcaster and the announcer showing her every five minutes. Yeah, good lord, it's annoying. Like it's you know, talk about the NBA it. does it right at least when they have their stars in the front yeah, the they show them for five seconds and that's it yeah. now if a big play happens they bring him back but it's not every 30 seconds like nbc did that one game oh my I'm god like, yeah degree. that was annoying yeah, hopefully they leave that out of the super bowl i'm sure they're gonna show her a few times that's but, fine like, i don't have a problem with them showing her well everyone's just don't do it be, every freaking play everyone's gonna be mad every time they do it because yeah. they just started off by pissing everyone off well, yeah and that's as the, did all the swifties i will you know what <laughs> 
<laughs> I give kudos to broadcasting the announcers because they know what they're doing. They yeah. know doing that is just going to emphasize the game even more yeah. and bring more people to watch it. Yeah. So they better stay Chiefs fans. That's all I'm saying. Otherwise, you're Fairweather fans and like commit to a team. Yeah, I agree. Like, be a real fan. Well, the Super Bowl has a lot of non-fans just watching the game, so you really can't count that. It's true, too, but I'd prefer these, like, new fans to stay fans long-term. Yeah, I doubt Most of these guys that watch the game don't watch football 90% of the year. True. Fair. It's more of just a party and a reason to I was just about to say, it's more of a party thing. Might take off Monday. Yeah, I debated that, actually. I usually take off Mondays, but not this year. It's too late for me to take off a Monday. I'll just start work late, and I'll be like Super Bowl hangover. Sorry, guys. (laughs) That's what we do. No Monday meeting, so. No, same here. Yeah. But, uh, yep, that's our show for today. Mm. Like we said, Niners are winning it, but congrats to the Chiefs for actually winning the Super Bowl because we both said that. Congratulations on your fourth Super Bowl. I said, well, you said 27-24 Chiefs. Uh, Niners? 27, 23 Niners. Okay, I'm going to say 27. I'm going to say 30 to 24 yeah. Niners. I think uh, Chiefs are going to be up at halftime, and then the Niners are going to storm back, be up by more than one score, and the Chiefs make it a close game towards the end. Yep, which is what happens every Chiefs game yeah. in the playoffs. Yep. yep, except the Chiefs will lose this one. Mm. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have, yeah, I don't want them winning it for dynasty purposes. That's the only reason I care at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. We just got done with the dynasty. It'd be nice to see like 10 years of just Parody. all over the the place, yeah. Yep. Or the Packers win eight Super Bowls. I'll, I'll take that too. Mm-hmm. Oh, please. Third Hall of Fame quarterback in a row. Okay, yeah, and only <laughs> one Super Bowl to show it for all two. Two. I'm sorry, two. <laughs> two in 30 years. It's Rogers' fault. <laughs> uh, but I think with that being said, we're still going to have the show going forward. I think. We talked about this a little bit, and I don't know if we talked about it before the show, but we might do some ranking stuff. Yeah, we're definitely going to do some off-season and stuff, Rankings, ranking some stuff. fun stuff. Fun t- football talk. Historic stuff, too, maybe. And then we'll get into baseball, hockey, yeah, hockey a little bit of basketball when the playoffs start. still going on. Yep, baseball off-season's going in, so. I don't want to get be great. basketball. Just a little bit towards the playoffs, when it gets kind of good. As my Knicks Bucks are going to fucking make the playoffs, and Doc well, Rivers is going <laughs> on. We'll talk about that later with Doc Rivers coming in. Fuck him. But, yep. <laughs> Everybody enjoy the game. Should be a great one. Yeah, stay safe. Yep, and we'll catch you guys later.